This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. You did that to yourself. You did that to yourself. I'm about to kill my sister, but that's a. I don't want no evidence. Y'all got that right. My name is Kyra, and Kim is the one that said she was gonna kill me. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. But how y'all been doing? Y'all getting ready for the holidays if you celebrate? Mm-hmm. Y'all about to relax. Y'all about to free your mind. I know what I'm about to do. I'm about to eat some low vibrational plates. <laughs> my plate. My plate ain't gonna be. Very low vibrational. I want mine to the floor. Mine's ain't gonna be. See, I would never allow myself to put that on my plate. You see. We not gonna do this. We not gonna do this. I'm going to put everything on my plate piled high. Okay? Mm-hmm. Even though we're probably going to be eating around 10 o'clock at night. No, we're not. But, um, I'm about to start this turkey when we done. We got a special episode for y'all today because, you know, the holidays coming up. We wanted to leave y'all with something a little special. But is it? Yes, because guess what? This is one of the highest financial crimes ever done in the world ever done in the world because you believe that mr bernie mato yes this this he is the king of financial crimes i don't have nothing to say i'm trying to help you out and you keep looking at me looking at you looking at me who have you helped me out with Life. tell me life because right now you just pick it in my hair i'm trying to put it down why does that matter right now i was trying to help you out <laughs> can i pick up yours no. okay then we're gonna move right up <laughs> it's something in the air <laughs> okay so bernie bernie was born bernard lawrence madoff i like that name bernard bernard on April 29th, 1938, making him a... You said 29th? Yes. Is it a tourist? Yep, he's a tourist. Oh, I was right! I think that's, <laughs> a, that's the first tourist we got. Hmm. No, okay. didn't we have another tourist? No, I think this is the first one we've had. We've had a lot of... We had a lot of Libras. Sorry. We had a lot of, uh... Geminis. Ooh, and they both air signs, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be careful with what's out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was born in Queens, New York. And he was born to Sylvia Muttner and Ralph Madoff, who was a plumber and a stockbroker. 
He was the second child of three children, and he had a family that was, uh, they were of Jewish, uh, how would you say it, of Jewish, uh, they were a Jewish family? Yeah, Jewish family, yeah. Trying to make stuff a little extra. No. <laughs> okay, so, Madoff graduated from Far Rockaway in high school in 1956. That was like Ooh. two years after our mother was born. Oh, Lord. You said graduated? Graduated in 1956 from high school. My bones hurt. He also, at the school, he met his wife. And later on, they got married. And they had their first son on November 28th, 1950. 1950? 1959. Yeah. Right out of high school, he ain't let his life, let him live 1959, and then they had their second son. They had their second son. Okay, good. Let's get it. Andrew, in April 1966. See, I'm going to start in the 60s, but dang. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me backtrack. They had their first son, Mark, in 1964. They had their second son in April of 1966. Because I was about to say. <laughs> I was reading that wrong. <laughs> so they had their son, what? Three years apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Bernie, he then went on to attend University of Alabama. Bammer. <laughs> University of Alabama where he joined Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity he then went on to graduate from Hofstra University in 1960 with a bachelor's of art in political science he then went to Brooklyn Law School where he dropped out after the first year because he found his business Bernie L. Madoff's Investment Securities LLC to work for himself. That's how you do it. Yeah. So that's where he started. Um, he started that in 1960. So that's a little bit before he had his sons. So he started as a penny stock broke dealer. I said broke. <laughs> Brokerage. Broker dealer. With he started with five thousand dollars that he made working as a lifeguard and a sprinkler uh, installer, so he was saving up his money. <laughs> and in nineteen sixty, that actually grew into Bernard Madoff Investment Security. I just said that. You said Investment Securities LLC. Yes. You're welcome. Are you listening? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I literally just said that kind of word for word. Yep. <laughs> well now, wait for wait. Wait for wait. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he, I'm done with you today. So he used five thousand of that um, money he made as a uh, lifeguard and sprinkler installer 
but he also used a loan from his father-in-law, Saul yeah. Alpern. I'm mm. just going to call her Al Alpern, who also referred some friends and family to his business. So, you know, it's all about who you know, right? I guess. That's what they say is all about who you know. And he really set him up because he gave him a loan of $50,000. I probably would have spent that. <laughs> Added on to his. <laughs> you would. <were. laughs> I probably would too. <laughs> so, to his business, he employed his brother Peter Madoff as the senior director and chief of compliance. He employed his niece, Shauna Madoff as the firm rules and compliance and the attorney of the business. He also employed his sons, Mark and Andrew Madoff. One of Madoff's first customers was Carl Shapiro. And he invested a total of $100,000. He sound like he got money. That he name that, sound like, yeah, like he Italian, was destined. Uh, his parents said, you are <laughs> destined for this name. Yes, he sound like he got some money. That name said, Carl Shapiro. Hero. Okay, so the firm surely started making market, but in order to compete with the other members and firms on the stock market, they had to use innovative computer technology, and this computer technology actually went on to become NASDAQ. Mm -hmm. um, so, after uh, 41 years, Madoff turned his sole proprietorship it says he turned his sole proprietorship into an LLC but I thought it was already an LLC but maybe it was different but it says he put himself as the main um, shareholder yeah. sole shareholder so maybe it was different LLC so his firm functioned as a third party market trading provider so when I saw the diagram it had investor number one it had him in the middle and investor number two so i'm guessing he played as a middleman for the um that was his business he played the middleman so i guess he controlled how transactions go over to the other person but i have it let me see what i put right here so um so basically Uh, at one point, it became the largest market maker at the NASDAQ in 2008 and the sixth largest maker of the SP 500 stocks in the world. It was a multi-billion dollar operation, right? Yes. And his firm also had a fraud division, which he didn't publicize. What an oxymoron. Thank you for calling. <laughs> made this is Karen, the firm. How can I help you today? So y'all, me and my sister used to work in the fraud department. Lakeisha. <laughs> I used to say, Kim, this is Kim. Thank you for calling for our early warning. How can I help you? And then there was this one girl who say, <laughs> <laughs> What if she's listening? Don't say that. This is Lakeisha for far early warning. How can I help you today? <laughs> I felt so bad for her because they wanted to change her dialect. Oh, what the? She call. just needs to slow down her, her talking. Because I know when I talk, Yeah. I mumble. I'm like, I just sound like I'm mumbling all the time. But that's how I talk. I don't feel I like I remember mom used to say enunciate. I don't feel words. like you mumble. 
It's something going on. I know for me, my brain is fast and I'm slow. So sometimes. Oh, <laughs> no, I heard it right. She called herself slow. <laughs> so sometimes what I'm thinking is like I take my time to really. I can't. I'm not catching up with yeah, my you're brain. Not catching up right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so Bernie was the first practitioner to pay for of pay for order flow, which is a dealer pays a broker for the rights to execute a customer's order. So yeah, so basically he paid. So like um, first data, didn't y'all do? Uh, um, that's y'all took care of the transactions for the customers. Yes. So that's basically what his business was. Um, so many people though was against this because they thought it was a what they call a lick back. And that's basically um people said that uh it will feel like it would if if they people will say it felt like a it will cost the customer more to do this lick back or whatever. And it, a charge back? A, t- a lick back? They call it a lick back. Do you want to look up the definition of oh, a lick back? <laughs> Just for contact? I should have wrote that in here. Well, of course, Madoff considered it regular business practice. But people right away thought it was like, was against it but you know when people find loopholes <laughs> it said kickback it said uh a look back l-i-c-k yes with a back in it yes with some lip back sis <gasps> you don't want to know what this came up with <laughs> it said you what is a lick no. back <laughs> no y'all can't with me what is that? It won't. It won't. It's, it won't say a look back for business. A payment made right here. What's that? That says kickback. Okay, maybe it's a. It is a kickback. I thought it said look back. <laughs> and she ain't even drink. She I'm allowed to have my mistakes, Miss Jeffrey and uh Mr. Dirty Dan. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so what is it? It's a kickback. And what is a kickback? Oh Lord, it's a payment made to someone who has facilitated mm-hmm. a transaction, yeah, or appointment, yeah, especially illicitly. Is this a illicitly? Is the illicitly? The ruling party depends on contribute contribution and kickbacks. Illicitly. Illicitly. You know what? We just gonna keep moving. Y'all get the premise. Is <laughs> eleven eleven make a wish? Um I've been doing that for a long time. I still got my money. Okay, so because you're ungrateful, but um <laughs> Are we? Okay, so now now we're about to get into how made made off in his positions of power. So Madoff actually, because he was one of the top stocks on the NASDAQ, 
Why you said like they scared me? It's the Nasdaq. <laughs> Shut up. He he served as the board member on the Nasdaq. He also served as a director and was a member of the board of governors on the Nasdaq. So Madoff also contributed to several federal committee parties. So he spent over twenty five k a year to the Democratic seniorial centorial Sen- <laughs> what centorial committee. And you know when you do this stuff, of course you get a return. So he got a hundred k back on that twenty five k to Senator Charles Schumer. He also, sorry, he also donated to Charles Schumer 30K, um, which he received back. Madoff family also uh, were members of the Securities Industry and Market Association. Bernie also served as a board member. Board member? Yes, girl, to the (laughs) Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation. Madoff was the... uh, Name first came up in fraud, though. With what bank? In 1992. When two people complained that the CEO, sorry, SEC. You know I was going to say sex. Sex. Is it sex? Oh, my gosh. Well, SEC, apostrophe S. It says sex New York office in 2005 and yes. 2007. Yes. So basically what happened was Madoff's father-in-law, you remember him? He was head of the um, their business. He was making accounting mistakes. Oh, Lord. So that's when that name first came up. <laughs> in the, uh, like, uh, what were they mistakes? Think about it. It's a business. A big business. Are you making these mistakes? I don't think it was a... uh, I don't think it was any of that. But... I'm so sorry. But the numbers weren't adding up. Yes. So... After about four hours failed attempts to replicate the numbers. Yeah. Mark Polo. Is that who it was? Because it was a guy. I, I watched Mark a documentary Polo's. and this the guy was really digging in. He was like trying to look for something wrong. Mark in his Polo's. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he was like this not adding up. This yes. not up. Over after four hours of keep trying to add these yes, numbers Yes. He up. spent four hours. He said mm-mm. Yeah. And he, he, he was able to prove that this is Proven fraud. Yeah. But he was ignored by a sex Boston office in 2000. Yeah. And in 2001. Now, when I saw the clip of him on his documentary, girl, he seemed like your worst enemy because he was those people that don't give up. Like, he said, knew something was you. wrong and he was like, He said, I'm telling And he looked like it too. He <laughs> looked like, I'll get to the bottom of this. Said, it was I'm the t- last thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> he's your worst enemy like he he don't stop he said I'm telling that I'm telling <laughs> and I'm gonna keep telling until you're locked up he wasn't afraid to run he didn't give up 
but he kept getting shut down too. Yeah, because even um, because that was the other one. It was also um, oh god, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, y'all. May Gang Chen uh-huh. at the um sex office. Yeah. Um, in two thousand five and two thousand seven, uh, presented further evidence, and the co-authored um, well, since he was uh, co-authored a book with some guy, the leader of um, the legal team titled "No One Would Listen." So then people started being like, okay, what's really going on? Yes. And I also remember from watching a documentary, um, after this happened, somebody informed Bernie and he hurried up and put securities in those accounts and whoever went to check it and audit it, guess what? They didn't find no fraud. They missed it. Yeah, and his numbers just kept growing in money. Yes. So, y'all, I'm going to post a diagram on our Instagram page and Twitter page. When they, they, this is was the biggest red flag was the, what's his name, Mark? Um, was it Mark? Was it, I thought, uh, Mark, Mark Polos. Yes. That's his whole last name. Yes. I don't know if that's his first name, but it's a whole name together. Mark Polos. Mark Polos. So he um, showed the chart, and he said that his the first red flag he saw was he had growth going straight up. Like when you have a chart, it was going straight up. It had no variations. Like he said, a normal um, stock would have ups and downs and variations. His just went straight up. So that was the first red flag, and. Um, he said after that he knew something was wrong. Yeah, because even Central uh, Bank of Ireland, because he had money everywhere. See, we that's the like third case we mentioned Central Bank. So they, I think that's the biggest bank. Isn't that one of the biggest banks in the world? I have no clue, but <laughs> <laughs> but they I'm gonna spit out my water. <laughs> <laughs> but they even failed to uh, spot the the fraud when he started using the Irish funds. Mm-hmm. And had to supply large amounts of information, which was... Doctored. Right. And had even been enough to enable um, Irish regulators to um, uncover the fraud. Yeah. So, uh, either way, uh, in December 11th, 2008... Yes, so... He was arrested in New York Yes, but... City. This is how... On December 10th, 2008, Madoff's son's Mark Andrew told authorities, well, I'm going to say this before this. He pulled his sons inside of a room and said, this is all a fraud. Like, he couldn't know. Bernie said he could no longer hide it. Like, he tried to, right before he told his sons, he transferred money to his employees as an early bonus. That was all the money left. Of he people's investment. He said everybody getting laid off. Yes. This was all the people's monies for their investments. He hurried up and transferred it different amounts to their accounts. Now, higher up execs thought this was weird. They was like, what's going on? Something ain't right. 
and they also started to pick and prawl at like what's going on like something ain't right why is he transferring these why are we getting early bonuses uh, you know so that's when Ber- basically Bernie said they, it was nothing he could like they were on him the guy Mark he Mark Polo <laughs> <laughs> he was on him to the point where they finally was able to they finally got him and, That's crazy because you think about yeah. okay, we getting these bonuses. We probably about to get let go. Yes. This it. Like you. I want to make feel like what is this big chunk of money? Of course, I I'm gonna transfer it real quick so they don't take it. He fucked over his employees. Yeah. He fucked over people that you know. And he wasn't was using investors' monies to give his employees this money. Wouldn't you think you would transfer it to the investors? Why are you transferring it to your employees? Because he doesn't want it to be traced. And he probably don't want them to tell on him, too. His, mm-hmm. his son said, I got you. But the, I'm over here with Mark Polos. Right. So, he pulled his sons in a room and said, I can't do this no more. It's all the fake. And, you know, it, everything is one big lie. Quote, unquote, he said this word for word. Everything is one big lie. So, you know, his sons went to authorities. They they had no words for his their father. And that was the last time they spoke to their father. Now, mind you, I want to put this on there, too. Both of the sons got money from their father. They actually owed their father money. What? Yes, they actually both owed their father money. You don't owe you no more. Because, you know, the... The one son, Andrew, he was getting um, property from uh, Bernie. Like, he was paying his rent and stuff like that. The other one, of course, he asked to borrow money for his business and stuff like that. So they both, at one point, owed Bernie money. So they were, that, that was how their lifestyle was at the time. So, of course, because they worked for Bernie, their money was tied up in it, too. So when he told their sons, they they that was the last time they talked to him. They were upset, they were disgusted, and they went straight to the cops. They went to the door. I wonder what would make them like be so? Because I'm telling you, like, I would just be like, so. I feel like you they had to think you got to clear your, your you know your mind or whatever. Yeah, but like. I'm not going to sit there and be like, I'm telling on you. Like, you're going to turn yourself in, B. Right. <laughs> turn yourself in. And the reason why I got to turn yourself in is because now you done told me. So, I'm going to give you about a week or two. Yeah. And if you ain't do it, I ain't going to tell you I'm turning you in because right. you ain't going to come after me trying to they kill me. They went straight but... to the cops. <laughs> I know. The way they had him looking on that, you could tell he felt. You felt remorseful like I think to me my opinion I felt like it got over his head he should have been doing it right from the beginning and he might have been doing it right at one point and then it just got out of hand I felt like he was robbing Peter and he said it this is why we call stuff Ponzi scheme this is the case that brought on that so he basically said it was a big Ponzi scheme he was basically robbing Peter to pay Paul and continuing the cycle to the point where people's like oh where's my money 
But at they, the same time, he was still giving his employees and still giving his employees money. extra money and bonuses. Of course, because if they gone, your whole operation is gone. So, but they basically had confessed to the cops that the asset management unit of his firm was a massive Ponzi scheme. And the following day, agents from the FBI arrested Madoff and charged him with one count of securities fraud. And the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC, had previously conducted multiple investigations into his business practices, Mm. but never uncovered any fraud prior. Now, this fraud brought on so much stress on people. I remember one exact... I don't know his name, but he actually killed himself. It's a lot Trigger of warning, by the way. Yeah, you already said it. It's, we a already... people, <laughs> it's a lot of people out here that's like... I don't know. They're just... He, doing these Ponzi... Didn't, what's the name? Was, what's the name? Doing? No, I don't think she was doing a Ponzi scheme. We did a few ones that were doing a Ponzi scheme. Um... No, not I'm not talking about anybody that we did. I oh, okay. About, oh, was Jen Shaw? Was that one? Who? Jen Shaw? Was that a Ponzi scheme? Who's that? Well, the girl from Salt Lake City. Real you know, it was a Ponzi scheme. You're a those Ponzi leggings. Scheme. What's those leggings? You know who I'm talking about? Those leggings Blue people was. Yeah, was no. Don't put. Let me put them on. Not no, not them. No, no. Well, you know who I'm talking about. I forgot the leggings. They have a documentary on um Netflix. Is it them? Yeah. Then it was made out of. They wasn't even made no, out of. No, because Lulu. No, not Lululemon. Because Lululemon is still operating and have stores all over the place right now. Maybe it's, I'm thinking about no. It's something else. I forgot what it's called. But anyway. But they was running up on this scheme. His bail was posted. At okay. Ten million. Yes. First, let me say how much money he actually committed I mean stole 65 billion dollars worth of fraud y'all 65 billion one of the biggest well it's not one it is the biggest fraud in the world that's ever been committed 65 billion dollars sorry go ahead sorry I just wanted to say that before you went into the charges so they know the context anyway His bail was posted at $10 million. $10 million. Yes. However, it was revoked by Judge Denny Chen. Why? Because he was a flight risk, honey. They said... They thought, they thought that he was going to be a flight risk. I mean, he, he had time money. to run. He had time to run. I feel like he had time to run. Before he told his son, I would have told him over the phone because I would have been in Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> I would have been in Cuba. <laughs> oh, my God. So, they filed their appeal, which the prosecutors opposed. I don't think he would have ran, though. I don't know. I would have. I feel like he was very remorseful, and I felt like he felt sorry. Like, he wanted to do his time. Like, he knew his time was up. I don't feel like he would have ran. It seemed like he accepted. Did it, Did you know if he, um, I can't recall, but did he plead guilty? Or did he, was it like a trial? It probably was a trial case. It was. 
Because you said the court sentenced yeah, him. Yeah, because it doesn't say if he said he didn't did it. I mean, obviously he already admitted he it. Admitted, yeah. Right. And then like what? Oh, it said he pled guilty to eleven counts of felony, federal felonies, and admitted to turning his wealth management business into a massive Ponzi scheme. Okay, so he did plead guilty. And that's crazy. But how many years was he sentenced to? 150 years in prison. Wow. That's crazy. Yes, yes, it's a lot of money. But people that commit murder don't even get that many years. I know. That's like, actually the biggest amount that any financial crimes have ever got. That's really... And it was cr- even more crazy. is not only... Was it 150 years? It was 150 years with no possibility of parole. Right. But. That's sad. If he were to get out. If he were to get out. Now. Spoiler alert. He's passed on. He passed away last year. But his release date was November 23rd, 2139. November 23rd, 2139. That's a lot. That's fuck. Why would you even set that date? Like, let's say he gonna die. Like, I would have said we need to fight this because yeah, it's people that have done. Now this was bad, that but was... it's people that have done like, yes, this is financial harm, but yeah. physical harm. Yeah, they don't even get that much. There's people that mess with. That's there's people trigger warning. That's done stuff. You know, assault to kids and don't even get this many years. You didn't have to bring that up. I'm just, I'm that's just to me. That is, you know, I don't like talking about that I, stuff. But that, that just shows you, he got this many years for this crime, and there's real, not saying he's because he this did affect a lot of people their money. And I remember one um, person saying that they actually was digging. In, <laughs> this digging is not in the for, trash. What? You know, I cl- they what? no longer could afford food. What are we even talking about right now? One of his victims. Oh, girl, I got, thought you were talking about another criminal. One of his victims was so um, that's sad. Took all her money to the point where she was on um public public help and. She said at some point she's digging in the garbage for food. So, um, yeah, but that's crazy. 150 years. I would feel like they would do something to make him pay that back and maybe give him parole in less years and make him work to pay that back. But this did ruin a lot of people's lives. So much so that on... um, So much so that his son... His son Mark committed suicide in 2010. You see, Mark was actually being sued by Picard or something like that. and And his brother Peter. Yeah. So... For negligence and breach of um, of duty of a hundred and ninety eight million. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a lot of money. Defendants had to receive had received over 
80 million in uh, compensation. But the the mother Oh, the mother um made out's wife Ruth. Yeah. She agreed to forfeit her claim for, uh to 85 million in in assets leaving her with 2 million point 2.5 million in cash. Yes, cuz she was they actually caught her weeks before weeks before he admitted it, they caught her transferring funds. And it was, I think it was over like $150 million she was transferring. So it was a lot of money she was trying to transfer. Which makes me think you think she knew about it? I mean... They were trying to find her in connection with it. They were trying to see if she was involved. She may have known about it, but I don't think she was a part of it. Yeah. Like, Teresa Judice, she knew, didn't know. But she was not a she part was, of. Yeah. Most definitely yeah. not a part of. So. Yeah. You got to be careful with who you marry. Yeah. So, like I said, the one son, he did commit suicide. And the father, no, no. I forgot who found him, but they did not send him pictures of his grandkids, but they sent him a picture of his son hanging <gasps> and sent it to Bernie in jail. That's probably why he did it. They sent the picture of um, his son hanging in to Bernie in jail and said, this is what you did. They said, I'm not sending you no pictures of your grandkids, but I'll send you a picture of your son's last moments. Mm. That's really foul. That's really foul. And so, in 2014, his other son, still actively under investigation, passed away from um, from cancer in 2014. And he blamed his father for his cancer coming back due to the stress he was going through during this trial. Mm. And that's sad, too. And some people even speculate that the one that committed suicide knew something more. Like they felt like he might have known. He was probably, I mean, I want to say that maybe, and maybe he, well, knew something more how when he had to actually admit to his sons that this was fraud. I think he was tired of being sued. I think he was tired of being investigated. And he was probably getting hate mail from left and right, front and center. And he just couldn't take it anymore. People... You know, people can be cruel and take it out on you because they can't get it to the actual person. Right, right. I and, mean... And the wife was like, my husband didn't have anything. He didn't know anything. And it also said she that... She made a public statement. It says that... I mean, Madoff was Jewish, but he. it says that he targeted wealthy American Jewish communities. Oh, wow. To obtain his investments. I right. mean... They usually do, you know, stick within their their own to help, you know, grow wealth within yeah. their community. And like and I said early on, the, you know, they he had a lot of word of mouth people that spread the word for his business. So there was probably a lot of people within yeah, because, the community that yeah, because in, invested. In, in New York, I know they have like like their communities and stuff. Yeah. Hospitals and everything like that. Even in Baltimore. Remember they had a whole community? But in New York, well, everywhere, I mean, it's anywhere, but I'm saying, like, the one that 
he was like getting yeah. the, the funds and the investments from yeah hospitals were closing down were forced to close oh, down oh wow see i didn't know that mm-hmm. wow hospitals because of the the funds and interest yeah, that they lost because he was one of the top he was one of the top uh stock so you can imagine once he go down that probably went the stock went to nothing it's crazy and i remember him saying you know he was overwhelmingly sad in prison which i could i especially from his sons because he never got to speak to him ever again he didn't go to that funeral. So, you can only imagine. The only communication he's gotten, the wife still speaks to him. Well, spoke to him until his death in 2021. And it says that um, as of 2017, the uh, U.S. government announced that it would be, I'm sorry, it would begin paying out 72, sorry, million Yes, I saw that. They're still paying to Mm -hmm. this day trying to recover funds. Hey. It's kind of like... Oh, it's like I kind of feel bad for him. Because it was so many years sentence, but when you said that lady had to like, was like looking for food and stuff, it's like, oh, man, I feel really bad for her. But his um, fraud included investment advisor fraud, mail fraud, wire fraud, money laundering, false statements, perjury, making false filings with, you know, the S or SEC, I don't know if you, and that from um, employee benefit plans. So. So this is crazy lot. because. That's a lot. That's a lot of years. This is crazy because um, did you know that Frank this 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 the, the Pasquale, Quali? Who's that? The guy that invested in the beginning, the the one with the big money. Oh, what happened to him? He pled guilty for um to ten federal charges in two thousand nine. Did he? Mm-hmm. I heard like fifteen people got sentenced because of him. Yeah, he um. It says he's faced a sentence up to 125 years, but he ended up dying from lung cancer. Yes. And his his wife, Ruth Madoff, said that after he exposed the fraud, they both tried to take pills and made a pact on Christmas Eve of 2008, but decided not to go through with it. And Bernie Madoff, actually, in December of 2013, in jail, had a heart attack. And reportedly had end-stage of renal disease. What's Mm. a renal disease? That's um, your kidneys. Yes. So, he told people in January of 2014 that he had kidney cancer, but it was unconfirmed. But then, in um, 2020... He revealed finally that he had a chronic kidney failure. Mm. 
Oh, he's probably on dialysis and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So, you know, he, um, on, uh, and it's, girl, it's so, it's so much death in this story. It's crazy. Yeah, because he, he actually, he actually had an apology. He was saying that I left a, leg a legacy of shame. Yeah. As most of my victims have pointed out. To my family and my grandchildren this was something i will live in for the rest of my life i am sorry i know that doesn't help you but it's just like <sighs> yeah just being sick and a lot of people end up it's like a lot of people end up getting sicker in jail because yeah. of you know Low, people, not good health care and stuff it's not the good that and stress will kill you it mm -hmm. will start shutting and, stuff and down you gotta think of all the stuff that he was probably worried every single day and that helped that halts the healing process especially if he already had kidney cancer that stress made it worse um so in february February 17th, 2022. I don't know if they were, um, knew something too or what, or if this is completely unrelated, but his sister and her husband, Marvin, both committed suicide mm. inside of their Florida home. And his sister at the time was 87 and her husband was 90. So I don't know if that had anything to do with. I wonder if they, people were starting to come after them. No. That's crazy. It's it's just a lot of death in this story. And it makes you think, like money, like people say. Money is the root of evil, and this story is completely a uh, example of that. Yeah, and. His daughter-in-law actually said that she, you know, when asked him how he felt, how like how he was treated in prison, he mm -hmm. said they they either call me Uncle Bernie or Mr. Madoff. He yeah. said I can't walk anywhere without someone shouting or or greeting greeting him yeah. with encouragement, like keep your head up and stuff like that. Right. So he said he felt safer in jail than out in the streets. Out in the streets. Wow. And somebody probably would have tried to take him out. Yeah. Because like I said, people were becoming homeless because of the stuff he did. Well, that was a sad story. That was very sad. I told you it was a happy story. Now I want to go emotionally eat something. <laughs> Let me go grab some water. So if y'all want to see um, one of our sources was Bernie Madoff in his word, own words and it's on Netflix and you can rent it for $2.99. No, I said Netflix. Did you say $2.99? Amazon. Oh. Yes. On <laughs> Amazon. We watched a documentary called Bernie Madoff in his own words and he's actually on there speaking as well as his wife, well as well as you'll see his sons, you'll see the victims, uh, you'll see people involved in it, and we got a lot of um, information from that, which it was a really good documentary. 
that's why I said it felt so heavy by the end of the documentary and it's not real long but if it is this was a sad it's like I'm confused I feel bad for both parties I'm sorry y'all I feel bad for both parties because yeah he shouldn't have done it Mm -hmm. yeah he should have stayed on top of these quote unquote mistakes I felt like he had a lot of remorse for it though like you could just tell and, and I remember his face. Yes, and in the documentary I actually saw people were pushing him on the streets. Like when he was going to his court dates and stuff, people were literally pushing him. Like punching him, pushing him. And maybe I'll post some clips of that on on It would have been a whole entire fight. Yes, he was like right. he was like pushing him back, telling him stop. Like it, it was just sad. I would have took one of them serious. cameras and slapped the person with the camera. <laughs> And the pop all about the media was in his face like uh it's a sad life and a lot of people went down because of because on both of that. sides it's like yeah. there was no upside the there only was no, up- nothing good came from this story yeah because all. even the wife even though she got to keep two million i yeah. mean she lost her children her husband yeah. oh my god her children her husband some employees passed away her family members Well, how about we get into some brighter news? Because what's the brighter news? The Chrisleys. The Chrisleys. We have a huge update, y'all. They finally got sentenced. What they get sentenced to, sis? Mr. Chrisley. What's his first? Is Chrisley his last name? Because you know, Todd Chrisley, Doug Kyra. Well, Mr. You don't need to be in charge of names no more. You hear me? Who who said I was in charge of names? You don't need to be in charge of names no more because you never get them right. I'm gonna need you to get your life together. <laughs> you need to get it together. <laughs> I'm gonna have you uh, pronounce names <laughs> after this. Okay, go ahead. Because nobody was laughing but you. But Mr. Chrisley was sentenced to twelve years. Never four. I go into that. 12 years. Do y'all think and do you think, Kimberly, do you think that he's going to serve that entire time? Yes. Because yes, I do. Part of me says Okay, maybe a majority of it, not all of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Part of me feels like, yeah, but at the same time it's kind of like there's been other frauds that I'm just like they got they out only early. Said, like what one year and was out. Some of them didn't serve nothing, got parole and restitution. So so yeah. So I'm kind of like okay and, and okay. And Julie got she got seven years. Yes, I think. Let me go back in my notes. I think it was eleven and seven. It wasn't twelve. No, she got seven years, I believe. And then the guy, did he get sentenced to anything? It was 12 and 7. She got 7, he got 12. Yes. But I can't remember if um that guy, what's that guy's name? The lover. Oh, his lover. Secret. Secret lover. That's mm. who we are. Trying to find a way to make things work. <laughs> but now you're going to jail. So, <laughs> they got their, um, I cannot, what was that guy's name? 
uh, I don't know. I don't have my notebook. Is or do you have my notebook? Or is that your I do notebook? not have your. This is my notebook. Okay. Don't be trying to get my notebook. Well, you always steal my notebook, so because it's been here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you like to bother me. They probably would have said something, but here's some additional information about the Chrisley case. They tried. The feds then found out they tried to make um, Granny. If y'all watch the show, y'all know who we talk about. Todd's mother. They try to make Granny lie under oath on the court, y'all. Mm-hmm. Why did that remind me of, um... It was somebody that tried to get their mom to lie. Was it the Tiger Hunter? The Tiger Man? I don't know what it... Listen, y'all, I'm sorry with these names. Tiger King. Yeah, didn't he try to get his mom to lie about something? Mm, I don't know. I haven't really followed his story. But, yeah... They will be sent away for bank and tax evasion. Mm-hmm. I knew there was going to be time because they couldn't. They've been fighting it and putting it off for a while. A while. And the son said, <laughs> the son said, do not judge his parents. The daughter also said she, yeah. If y'all are fans, do not judge my parents. So. I'm not a fan. I was a fan. I think I watched two of their shows. I I love that show. I ain't even gonna lie. They were characters. I still watch it. Because they were entertaining. You still watch it? When? I said I would still watch it. (laughs) Oh. And not. I heard somebody say, um, they're our Kardashians. (laughs) For people that... They did remind me of them a little bit. Yeah, they're our, like, crazy Kardashian, um... I stopped watching them. They were fun. I think I watched, like, two, three shows. I kind of kept saying to myself... And then the granny started coming on there, and she was the star of the show. (laughs) I kept saying that years ago. I said, there's no way. Yeah. He does give that vibe. And at first, I thought he was. Y'all, I'm eating a cookie. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. And she's smacking hard. And she the main one. She the main one, and I like hear people eat. I don't, but that cookie was good. I can't wait for you to listen just to get hear yourself smacking. Thanks, nephew. I'm going to edit it out now because you said something. You need to edit it out. But that was our case, y'all. Hope y'all have a happy holiday if y'all mm-hmm. celebrate. And if you don't, I hope you have a wonderful stay still and yes. relax. Yes. And Eat some heavy low vibrational plates for all of us. I will be eating a, lo- a, a high vibrational yeah. plate because my plate is going to have samples of everything. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's going to be low. You only can have one thing if it's high. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not doing that on this day. I am. You go off. No. Yeah. Self discipline. Mm -mm. Not on holiday. You don't tell me what to do. I'm. I'm telling you what to do this holiday. But I'm not going to do it, y'all. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to have another one for you because she thinks she control everybody. That's my sister, and you know that's my job to get on her nerves. And Y'all I have a good night. Is she still talking? The utmost. <laughs> I do that to the utmost ability. 
of sisterhood. Yes, you do. To both her sisters. <laughs> we will see y'all, but we will be, y'all will be hearing from us next week. Yes, you will. And you can listen to us, you know where, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Excuse Apple Podcasts. She never let me have my moment. What else? Go ahead. Hit us Since up. Since you know it all. And tell us. <laughs> you can subscribe to us on all major platforms and even some that's not so major and you can also follow us at you had me at fraud and you had me at fraud pod on tiktok or yeah that's it or and you can send us your scam stories you can follow us also on the instagram and twitter because you're gonna stop no we didn't say that you said tiktok you don't stop like Giselle said. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. Alright, y'all. We y'all have a good y'all. holiday and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye. So guys, we know here at You Have Me at Fraud that our case today involved abuse and also suicide. So we wanted to make some information readily available to our listeners. Um, If you're experiencing any type of crisis, you can always text BRAVE to 741-741. And if you're experiencing suicide, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Also, we're definitely going to put the information for, because we have a lot of international listeners as well, we're going to put that information for numbers and places they can call in the description. And we hope you guys have a good day, and we'll see you next week. Bye.